Shut up and sit down. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another session of The Hard Truths with Scott Lurie. I'm Mike Doney, and today we're going to be talking about the how. As in, um, how do I get started in real estate investing? Um, and this is a, a question that we get a lot. And, you know, I think because we're following people who are successful in real estate, uh, people who have already done it, uh, a lot of times this kind of comes across as, you know, something incredibly easy to do, right? Um, oh, you just have to buy a property or you just have to, you know, do this and, and you'll be successful. And, um, you know, I don't know, is it? Um, I, I think there's a lot that could be said about the, the, the amount of work and effort and detail that you put into, into your plan. So, so that's what we wanted to focus on today. And I know Scott's got um, a lot of great uh, insight and experience there. Um, so I'm going to let him do the talking today. Um, so with that said, uh, Scott, take it away. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, today, we're going to go over the number one question I think that's asked of us at Milwaukee Hard Money, and, and that question is, how do I get started? Where do I begin to get involved in real estate? How do I begin in real estate? And um, I find that question to be very ambitious from a lot of people. A lot of people that interact with us on a daily basis um, have never been involved in real estate before, or for that fact, um, those people are interested in real estate because real estate is sexy. Real estate provides the opportunity for someone to um, increase wealth, build wealth, build cash flow, and um, but people have a tough time getting started, and I, I understand that. I, I, I talked to a couple of people who have gone through some of these other classes, and their next, you know, and, and somehow they find us at Milwaukee Hard Money because one of the things that people say in those classes is you need to find a private lender, and so they do a Google search, they get to us, and we never hear from them again, or we hear from them again, and what they say is, I can't get started. Uh, I go back to when I first got involved in real estate. There's a lot of local real estate clubs uh, in the local communities, wherever you're situated. They're all over uh, geographically situated. And um, e- even, even in those scenarios, people, were, people would come to the meetings every month religiously. They would listen. They would take tons of notes. Um, and then they would s- never buy anything. And it always amazed me. What, what was prohibiting people from getting in the game. And so today, we're going to take a few minutes to briefly discuss, you know, the question is, how do you get started? And from that, uh, we'll go through a little bit of some business plans, and then we'll briefly talk on risk profiles. And then um, hopefully, that will be enough uh, of an initiative or a Kickstarter for you to to, to do one of the few things that, that we're going to discuss today. And so I, I think what everyone needs to recognize is real estate and real estate investing is a business. And if you look at it in anything other than a business, then you're setting yourself up for, for trouble down the road, right? And so if you're going to come up with a business plan to sell ice cream, you would probably think about how you're going to 
procure the ice cream, you're going to think about how you're going to attract customers to the ice cream, and then you're going to figure out how you're going to sell the ice cream. And then across the platform of, of that, your goal is then to increase the amount of business you get by the number of people that come to your store and buy ice cream from you, right? And so maybe then you get into catering, and maybe you get into group events, and maybe you get into weddings, etc. So, So real estate is no different, right? And so if we look at real estate from a business level, which it is a business, I encourage everybody to take five minutes. I would take a month, but write down a business plan, right? What is your business plan? You hear people, I'm, uh, I, get a, I get a phone call from this guy, I think every day, hey, are you looking to, I'm looking to buy properties, are you looking to sell your property? And I always say, well, what property? And he then says, uh, I don't know. And he has picked me up from somewhere. And so his business plan is he's going to call everybody that he knows who owns real estate and ask if they want to sell. And he might be a wholesaler. We don't know. And so I, I would say, sit down with yourself, right? Who are you as a person? What profile fits you for investing? And then how do, you, how do I make what my goals are or what my business plan is successful? And so if we look at it, I think in your business plan, you need to include your strategy, right? There's so many strategies in real estate, right? We, we, we read about them. You read all the acronyms that people have very wittily put together and, I, I, and you hear them bounced around all over the place. But what is your business plan? What, what are you trying to get done? Are you a fix and flipper? Are you a person that in, in, that, in that environment, fix and flipper, you're interested in creating cash, right? You're interested in buying something for X dollars, putting X, Y into the property, and then selling it for uh, a profit. So that's your business plan. And so how do you do that, right? So the, the process of fixing and flipping requires a tremendous amount more in the, fix, in the area of business plan, right? How do you find your contractor? What type of insurance are you going to do to protect your business? How are you going to acquire the properties? How are you going to finance the properties? How are you going to finance the repairs? What happens if you buy a property and you need more money for repairs. What is your safety net? What is your backdrop? Because what would be a terrible business plan is I'm going to go fix and flip properties. You think it's, you think it's very easy to do so. And then once you get into it, you realize, oh no, I have a roof that I didn't contemplate. Or I have a inspector from a municipality who is um, requiring me to do additional work. And guess what? I don't have the money. And so then you end up in a stalled process where your business plan is flawed. And so I, so I want to encourage you uh, to, to write down the business plan. Think through all of the pitfalls, right? A business plan is not just a beautiful piece of paper with a document on it that says, I'm going to go make money, period, the end. Thank you for your time. No, the business plan is, here's my plan, right? I'm going to do X, I'm going to do Y, I'm going to get to Z. That makes sense. But in between X, Y, and Z, what are my pitfalls, what are my opportunities? How could I make more money, right? And so I, I, I've, I've fixed and flipped properties for the last, I don't know, 15 years. And uh, recently, with the uptick in the market, meaning the, it's a seller's market today, and interest rates being so low, how did I make more money? I was able to sell the property for a higher value, right? And so that worked out real well. And so that's an opportunity, but, that's, but be reasonable, right? How are you going to determine what the ARV is? That's a very important in your fix and flip strategy. So, so the purpose of me sharing that is I want to make sure that each of you understand that a business plan is required. If you're going to do a buy and hold strategy, which means you want to become a landlord who's focused on cash flow, how are you going to do that? How are you going to buy the property is challenge one. 
what are user philosophy, right? So there's a lot of people that say, my philosophy is I'm going to buy a property that has tenants in it that are paying X amount of dollars a month. I'm going to improve the property by $5,000 per unit. And that traditionally might be, let's just say kitchens, baths, uh, the mechanicals might get improved. And as a result of those improvements, I'm going to get X plus uh, $200 more a month. And from $200 more a month, that is going to increase my value of my property based on a income approach analysis based on a cap rate. And, and that's my approach to leverage my portfolio over the next five years. And so then the question becomes to you, investor, is how do you, when you get to the whole part of it, how are you going to finance the whole part of it? How are you going to finance the acquisition part of it? How are you going to uh, continue to build your business? And so it's important that these are written down because what, what happens is people get busy. Life is busy. And a lot of people that invest in real estate have other things in their lives. They might be realtors. They might be doctors. They might be, uh, you name it. They, 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 they could be anything across the spectrum of the world. But if you're not if you don't understand what you're doing and you don't have a plan to be successful, the chances of you getting involved in real estate and being successful, in my opinion, is tremendously low. So encourage yourself, encourage um, your, your partner, if, should you have a partner. Are you going to have partners? That's part of the business plan. I'm going to go and create partnerships where I'm going to be doing the work and they're going to be putting in the money. Okay, that works. What happens when your partner runs out of money or something happens in that world, right? That's the why. You got to figure out how to solve for that problem. And then the, the last part of it is, you know, when you're looking at the buy and hold is, is how's your credit, right? Credit in real estate is very interesting, right? Because you can buy a home for a low credit score, right? So I'm a, I'm a Johnny home buyer and I want to move my family in the home. There's a, there's a lot of product out there for people that want to buy a home, right? You, you see them all over the spectrum and, and we've seen products come, if you remember in 2008, 2009, you could buy a home for zero down and you could probably get 20 grand out of it. And those days are probably over, but um, you never know. And so I, I encourage you to understand credit is very important to you. Credit is basically, and, 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 and obviously the notion of your ability to repay your debt, whatever that debt is. If you went to the doctor for uh, surgery and you owe him a deductible and you can't pay your deductible, then they come after you. And medical collections are different than, let's say, if you have a mortgage and someone forecloses on your mortgage. That, that's a whole different process. And so you have to really value your credit, right? Establishing credit and making your credit strong is very critical to what you're doing. And then the last thing, you, you know, we, this is the one thing that you got to really think about. Because I always wonder what prohibits people from getting off the sidelines. What tells me I can't get started? And I, I go back to the notion of risk and your risk profile, right? Are you a person that's ready to go jump out of a, and, and skydive? Or are you a person that doesn't like to take the freeway because you're scared the cars are moving too fast? And so your risk profile is very important for you to understand what you're doing. But being a fix and flipper with a risk profile is very low is a very difficult proposition for you to be successful. Buying real estate with a very low risk profile will require you to reduce your returns, right? So you can go buy an Amazon warehouse in Tennessee, for example, and, and try to, and you could acquire that for a 4% cap rate, maybe three and a half, 
and but you own the real estate. And so you can have the benefits of being a real estate investor, but your return is very low, but your risk is equally as low. So thinking about who you are is a critical path to being successful. A lot of people want to be successful. A lot of people say to themselves, I'm risk taker. I am a risk taker. The reality is, is that you need to really answer that question for yourself. Are you a risk taker? And so think about it. But a lot of people say, yeah, I'm a risk taker. And then you say, well, there's too much competition and uh, I can't get this done. Well, the answer is you're not a risk taker. You're not as risky of a risk taker as you think you are. And so understanding who you are as a risk taker will help drive your business model, right? What is your business plan? But you need to evaluate who you are, meaning how great of a stomach do you have for risk? And think about it. Risk doesn't mean you're going to lose money. Risk doesn't mean you are going to make money. Risk just means that you are going to engage in investing that's going to be more risky if you're a fix and flipper versus a buy and hold duplex in a, let's just say, a high net worth community, right? You're going to get more rent, the price that you're going to pay is going to be higher and subsequently your return is going to be lower, but that works for you. That's a risk that works. And so, so I encourage you, and maybe, maybe you need to start with who are you as a risk taker, right? Before you get into your business plan. And so uh, with that, I want to encourage each of you to think about who you are as a risk taker. I want to encourage you that real estate is the best, best mechanism for investments and, and, and always has been. Real estate has been a great staple of investments. And if you see a lot of high net worth individuals, they have diversification through the risk profiles of real estate. And they pick where they want to be. You can go buy a triple uh, tax-free bond from a municipality or you can buy a credit bond that's, that's junk rating that's so much higher, right? You got to figure out your risk. And you got to figure out risk equals reward. The greater the risk in theory, the greater the reward you should have. And, and that perspective, I encourage you to figure out who you are from a risk profile, and then let's get involved in real estate. So I want to wish each of you a very happy holidays. Uh, I want to wish you a, a new year of, of great investment in real estate, and I want you to at least be able to comment if you're able to at some point to me, because I'd love to just hear from you. What's your risk profile? Who are you? Figure that out, and I think that'll help you get down the road of who you of what type of investing you should do. And uh, I wish you the best. Thank you. Take care. And uh, from Milwaukee Hard Money, uh, this is Scott. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Scott. And thank you to all of our listeners who joined us for another session of The Hard Truths. Um, as always, uh, please subscribe to keep updated on all of our new episodes. Um, we're looking forward to bringing you new content uh, in the new year. Um, until then... Happy holidays. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Be healthy. And we will catch you next time.